0: So <laughs> three. <laughs> Two and a half. So <laughs> there's there's a midget there somewhere. There, <laughs> there is. Um what we're presently in the process of trying to discover is a very important issue which is discovering a person's individuality in Avaida Sashem. That's what Ravolbi is dealing with in his section on Dasatz which is a section that we're studying presently. And apart from beginning off by stating and proving the necessity for a person to carve out his own particular derech in Avodah Hashem he has now discussed two models from previous greats, sages that offer us two different ways of expressing our own particular character traits beings, expressions of ourselves in Avodah Hashem and he says they are in a very large sense like if you, if you chunk them up they divide it up between two different processes of focus in a person's avoidance Hashem the one was when a person would take a particular mitzvah and employ himself in the perfection of that mitzvah even though it doesn't mean to neglect the other mitzvahs of course but to take one mitzvah and push it to the nth degree like the Chofetz Chaim did with Shmer HaLashem like let's say contemporary examples Rav Scheinberg Shai- uh, did with Titzis there are different people throughout the Doris that found their particular excellence in a given mitzvah that's one Derech HaShem where a person takes a mitzvah it, it, it's very similar I suppose to uh, professional specialization you get people who generally rise right to the top of the fields are the super specialists they focus on a tiny end of a given science and they become the super specialist in that science and then they can contribute to the advancement of that particular body of knowledge whereas the great general clinicians can't actually contribute they can't reach a level of excellence they can reach a high level of competence but they can't really express themselves and their genius because they too spread out. A person has to specialise in life and you have to super specialise. So you have to find the, the nuance of the mitzvah that connects to you and within that, in that the, the subtle particular aspect that you yourself can introduce into the world that no one really can, can do it like you can. And then, your life, your mission has become valuable or in the deeper sense, it's become an expression of your neshama, your orashem, the kind of light that was given to you to shed on this world. Whereas a person that's obsessed with the generic observance, so granted, he gives off a vague kind of luminance, but he doesn't have a blinding light of clarity which will give people insight into a previously hidden aspect of the and HaBoireh by seeing the greats and the way they perfected a given mitzvah, a given midah so what happens is you see something that otherwise you would not have been able to see you see the Chofetz Chaim without him we wouldn't have a living vision of what Shemir Saloshin meant but you saw a man that never spoke an evil word in his life now there's a, a famous story about the Chofetz Chaim towards the end of his life he was so, he was so unwell he couldn't walk and there was a, um, a decree issued by the Polish government that all rabbis would have to learn to speak Polish. And it was looked upon as, as a kind of invading the yeah. religious sphere of the Jewish rabbinate. And the consequences in the long term were pretty scary. So the Chavez Chaim wanted to go to Warsaw to protest this decree. But he didn't speak Polish. And he had to have a translator. So he went and he was carried up to his small man, the Chovetz was carried up to meet the Polish Premier and he started to stake his claim to the Polish Prime Minister saying he's deeply indebted for the fact that they've offered them um, hospitality in this land. But he says that traditionally those people who have honoured the Jews have been protected and those who haven't, have not. On the contrary, they've been taken to task for their treatment. And he says he therefore strongly advises that the Polish Premier take this into careful consideration before issuing a decree that is not in the favor of the eyes of the Rabboni. Um, you can imagine the uncomfortable <laughs> position that the translator was in at that point in time. So, what, is, what does he kind of say? So, he's, he's like trying to find the words, and the Polish Premier taps him and says, Just give me the gist. I understand what he meant. So he says, no, he wants you to assume the decree. So he says, okay. He says, you know, he says, languages are, are particular. And um, if I understand Polish, so then it doesn't mean I can understand Ch- Chinese. He says, but there's one language which is universal. And that's called the language of the heart. And your rabbi spoke to me in that language. I understand exactly what he means. Forget about the, the decree, it's rescinded. The, the, there was obviously also because of the Chavez Chaim's purity that his mouth was a pure place but the truth is had he kind of spread himself he may not have been able to reach those madragas he hadn't devoted himself to researching the lochas of Shmer Salash and so well he found a niche and he 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 got and he, he made the his so that's really something that we one mahalach that we have to think about It's one mahalach in our Veda that we find a particular it doesn't mean to neglect the other misses. Of course not. The time. also happened to write the mission of Rur. It wasn't like, he was like, only this is all he did. And he neglected the rest. But Or something that he put his his effort into. So we also have to find a niche, depending on who we are, our context, our history, upper, our kind of psychology. We have to find our niche, our unique contribution that we can make. But that's crucial. It's so, so, so crucial because that's actually what ultimately motivates a p- this person. You know, like there's a big discussion that talking to by Chiva, who have been from for decades, 20 years. And I was discussing, I was discussing with a friend of mine on Friday. There's a, there's a growing concern that, that, that Kirib has come to a standstill. There's no really, there's no, there's no, until let's say five, six years ago, there was a steady movement of people becoming more religiously engaged, coming back to Torah mitzvahs, and it seems to have kind of ground to a halt. halt. Um, Yeshivas are emptier than they've ever been. For example, the center used to have an average population of between 45 to 55 before Pesca. And now, if you deduct Pesca, I think it's 25. So it's been a radical, radical drop in the amount of people coming to your shivers. In terms of what's going out in the larger world, it doesn't seem to be that there's a movement like there was, let's say, 10 years ago or longer. And it's very strange because from a um, infrastructure point of view and from a investment point of view, there's never been more infrastructure, more money pumped into Kyiv than there is now. But in terms of actually anything happening, it seems that, that it's not. I think it will change very soon. But so I think to you know, like it could be that I'm going to have to start looking for a new job. I mean, you, you can throw
1: money at a problem all day long, it won't fix the problem. I'm
0: oh, sure. correct. So, so, so we have to think about fixing the problem, but if we don't, so then do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not really qualified to do that many things, so it becomes quite worrying. What am I going to do? Like I have a very low knowledge and skill level, so I can only deal with people who know anything. And I'll be thrown from the world, and then I'll just be an the This is very worrying for me in my job security.
1: You know what, though? really like, they actually really like muster. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they, do, they do like, there them. you, now, go, there you know go. you self-help go. i self help people who
0: go to like Thank stadiums you. and be like, who here wants to be a better so, person? So, so, Lewis has kind of found stadium. a niche for me. I'll go to you. i like, to be he like
1: just fill up stadiums and be
0: like, do you want to be a better person? Me and Tiny Robbins will both, like <laughs> like both be lowered <laughs> from our helicopters. And I'll say, yeah. You're great! Not as great as me, but you're also great! I'm the greatest! Do you want some of her greatness? Because the greatness that's inside of me is overwhelming! Do you know how I got there? I'll tell you in three easy steps, if you pay me loads and loads of cash! Yeah! Tony Romance! <laughs> Tony! <laughs> okay, so... Tony! Tony. The, 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 shyly, the shyly is what's going on, so it's very tragic. But do you know what's even, also, not even, so I find myself a niche, don't worry, so I didn't, didn't have to stoop up. My niche is working about, you know, from a bit, from a from by the children who are now past the stage of inspiration. Long past the stage of information. Now it's like drudgery to the nth degree, plodding through my Jewish observance day after day because it stopped to have any meaning. It's now just become a shell. But I do it because now I'm deeply, deeply in the community, my children, my children. Do. So it becomes it becomes a shell of what it used to be. The inspiration, the light, the enthusiasm has long since dissipated. And now I go through the motions. So it would be a fantastic mushroom, I kind of undo that. But I don't know all the reasons but it's definitely true that one of the reasons is because people are living generic, generic Judaism's. My Judaism doesn't really contribute anything because I'm doing the mitzvahs. So what mitzvahs are you doing other than others? What do you mean? There's so many to do as it is. I have to do on top of that anything. So as a result, a person doesn't have a defined individual purpose. What does happen, people find the individual expression outside of Judaism. So people find it in Korea. Now, if you're, if you're a person exceptionally talented individual and he finds his fulfilment in the career of his choice so then of course by comparison his religion will pale because yeah, he finds fulfilment, he finds excellence, he's able to contribute and there he's just a noch leper. So it's no it's no wonder that his Yiddish character is going to stagnate. Whereas if a person would find that same level of enthusiasm and motivation in a mitzvah and it could be that it could be tied into his career perhaps there are people who because of their abilities in, let's say, the business world, the professional world, the, the w- they can contribute something which no one else can contribute. But because perhaps that focus is lacking, so therefore life in Jerusalem becomes dull and dreary and everything else seems far more appealing. It's, it's something which is something to... but that's why this practice, I think is, is not just a nice thing once you've got time, it's, it's something which creates a sustainable enthusiasm and vibrancy, vitality to our tire, And without it, uh, my strong suspicion is we'll just kind of slip into some type of by-rote, robotic performance because there's no real why, any reason why it needs to be invested because I'm not saying that that's, th- that's bad, that that's a, fa- that's a great starting point a person has to have a structure in a framework. A person can't only have avoided, sp- avoided priorities. We saw the, the Rebavram Benarambam, he, he puts it beautifully. He describes it as, as two, different, two different approaches, two different levels. He says there's something called the basic level. The basic level. And I'd like to compare it to what, what could be described as in interactions, there's two kinds of interactions that we have. There's many. But let's isolate these two and focus on them. One of the interactions we have is governed by what's called market norms. And another is governed by social norms. Market norms is when I enter into a business deal with you, a transaction. I'm an employee. I'm trying to hire you for something. Um, I'm a contractor. You've given me a job to do. Now in that transaction, there's, there's a lot of responsibility and expectations. So I, I pay you to, to pay my house. The expectation is you're going to use a certain quality of paint and do a decent job, that there's not big chunks of paint falling off once the job's been completed. And if there is, I come to you and say, Buddy, what's going on over here? You have to do this. And you, as an honest worker, understand the responsibility and live up to it. Now, what happens if one day you're out there to go paint my house and you don't feel great? You don't feel inspired to paint? Does it make a difference? Gornish. Buddy, that's your job. You do it but I don't feel in the mood I'm not connecting I don't care, you've got a job, do it that's called a market norm then there's an emotional an emotional social norm where it's far more um, it's far less defined it's it's emotionally based a relationship of connection of of love, of communication so their emotions play a crucial role you know, you come to a person and you, you tuck in a bad mood you can't communicate with them in the same manner as when you're in an enormously excited mood. That fluctuates. And that's meant to fluctuate because it's in a world where fluctuation is the name of the game. Judaism has those two components. There's the base level obligation which is you like it, you don't like it, you want it, you don't want it, you do it. You do it. It's not not a question. It's, It's an obligation. It's like someone's hired you for a job. But I'm not feeling it. I don't care if I'm feeling it. If you're not feeling it, you still turn up at work. Otherwise, you don't get paid. There's a reality to what's called spiritual responsibility. You've got a job. You've been paid with a job. The job says, you dive in at this time. And you dive in these things. And you eat these foods and not those. And you do these mitzvahs. I'm not connecting. I'm not feeling it. It doesn't matter, buddy. It's a market norm. I'm hiring you for this. The Marshal the B'Ram Bin Arambam brings is personalized and he says, listen, he goes as, 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 as a person who's missing this component, but he still excels in the other side. He's connected to the revenge Olam, it's gewaldig. He says it's like, you owe me a thousand dollars. And instead of paying back the debt, you come and you say, here, yeah, how would you like, and you give me a, a martini. It's a very nice presence, gewaldig in Kashmak, But why don't you pay me back the loan? We can talk about presents. But you can't use it as an alternative A person decides to go on some type of spiritual experience and he neglects other mitzvahs that's giving a present when you owe a debt. It doesn't work. The first thing we need is spiritual responsibility. That means there has to be deeply inbred in our beings that this is what you do, do, and this, this is completely generic and everyone has the same obligation and the same issue. There's no Hiliko Madragas. It's all the Ram, the, uh, Ram- says. He says, you're not better than me, worse than me. We're all the same in this because it's not an expression of personality. It's a deal. It was not only an event A spiritual ecstatic revelation It was also a contract The contract was From now on you do this If you don't do this You're going to pay the price If you do do this you get paid If you don't do this You're in trouble Because you're hired for the job There's a spiritual responsibility That's called Shemir Samitzis We have to do it We have to do it What happens if I'm If I've got a If I've got a Really like I'm just not I'm sorry. So if there's a lucky exemption for it, then you're exempt. If there's not, you're it. It's all governed by that. It's independent of how you feel, where you feel, what you feel. You want to, you don't want to. You've got this, it a buddy You've got to job. do it. Now, that aspect is something which, uh, which is unfortunately is is in the new generation desperately lacking. In the old generation that's there. But if it stops there, you see it gets problematic. Then the Rambam Ra- R- 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 B- Rab- goes on to explain the Derecha Yechidim and he says there, every single person, individual. It's how you then Im- experience your own personal connection. And then everyone has to keep Shabbos. No question, you have to do this, this is Muksa, it's Muxta for me, it's Muksa for it's for everyone. So where does my individuality express itself? There's ways of keeping Shabbos. I can keep Shabbos where I don't do what's also and do what's mutter. So, yeah. Then it's keeping Shabbos when through the experience of the day, I'm just burning in the breath. And understand the way that it came about. And I get uplifted and he goes on to describe different Madragas, where it seems that the highest madraga he describes is the level of, uh, it seems to be, meditational bliss that he says the person doesn't hear sounds, neither does he see sight when he's in the state of being connected to the Rebun he says, that's where a person can get to, that's where a person can get to he says, again, but that once you have that market norms in place if you don't have that, you don't have anything so we, we, w- w- I think the older generation suffers from a lack of the second and the younger generation suffers a lack of both. There's, there's no, I, I've seen in, in, in the recent years, there seems to be like, you can't, you can't say to Boko, where were you for doubling? No, I, don't. I was having a tough You're having a tough day. It's not having a tough day. Rather, I got to sleep, I got to sleep at Okay. Is there a lack exemption for that? No. You have to still double in surface. You've got three hours to do it you've got four hours How do you, do it? How do you do it I don't I care that's not the point there's a structure there's an element of spiritual responsibility that that's going to take so then nothing else works you can be the highest loftiest madraga and you can be talking to the malachim but there's no basic foundation so then your whole thing doesn't get off the ground you're given a job you don't do the job occasionally you come in and you like do fantastic stuff but you don't do your job so all the stuff you do is great, it's gewaldic, I love you, you're amazing, but there's a relationship and there's a business. And the business side of our Yiddishkeit is something that we have to put in place very, very strongly. It means, knowing alaka, knowing, mutza asa musa. about how you feel. It's not nogaya. It's not nogaya. That's basic. That's basic. And that's Kabbalah on a basic level. We enter into agreement. The agreement is binding on us. I don't want it to be binding. It doesn't matter what you want or don't want doesn't matter what you don't know. I don't believe in it. <laughs> it actually doesn't matter either. It's a reality. And that, that, that is something that we have to make sure that we very, very back to What helps that is lima knowing the information. And then you see how when something is wrong, when something's right, when it's little, when it's awesome. What helps that is basic level Yerushalayim. Most basic level Yerushalayim, where a person is a certain awe, that if I do this, I will be rewarded, if I do this, I will be punished. That's that's called market norms. Market norms, if I come to the job I will get paid and if I don't, I will not be and I will be fine. That's called reward and punishment. It's not a a mystical, spiritual fire and brimstone Zach. It's called responsibility. That when I'm being given a job, so there are consequences to my actions. Responsibility is understanding consequences. I understand that if I'm given a job and I don't do it, so then there will be consequences. Either there will be no salary, there will be no job, there will be a penalty. That's called understanding consequence. That's called responsibility. Yet, when we say fear of punishment and reward, it sounds all, no, 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 that's not our generation. If that's the our generation, then we don't get off the ground. And how come it's our generation in the working world? No one comes to the boss and say, yo, but you don't know say we've got such a great connection. We just got for coffee. Did you do the job or not? Then it's ruthless, no? It's ruthless. It's absolutely ruthless. There's reward and there's punishment. It's ding, 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 ding.
1: Yeah, but it's immediate reward, reward and elevation.
0: Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that a person doesn't need a money for this, yeah. but a person has to have a notion of the concept. So you can say, okay, I'm doing badly at my job. So then if you're doing badly at your job, say, so how do I get there? So you can say, but rather, it's not fair because there, if I lose my job, I actually I can't eat. Oh, but yeah, it's three times. I do not feel it. I do not feel it with my hands. So therefore it's difficult so we have, to, we have to understand. So you so have to learn more so. we have to do something. But we have to understand the concept. I think there's even a lot of the concept. People think it's all up for grabs. It's hefka. If you're a good guy and you are not three times a week, you're well done, you're a, chosh of a guy. So no, you're not doing your job. Aloph. On top of that, that's when things begin. That's when they hit then you have different people and you experience that's where our practice begins.
1: What happened to the second generation of, of uh, uh, individuality, you said, you said the, the last, the last generation... The, the older
0: generation seems to, the, the, the notion of responsibility seems to be much more solid. It seems to be, uh, w- that in other words, even the sense of responsibility has uh, spilled over into the uh, spiritual world and, and therefore people do it. But they don't feel it, they don't connect, they don't have, they dove you can imagine also that, that, that kind of, it's a, especially in diving, which is, which is, there's a business component, there's the emotional component, so imagine if it's only business, so then things start to become a little bit, um, empty. You're
1: saying that the, the aspect of individuality just skipped altogether? Didn't?
0: I don't have it skipped, I think it's a hard thing to work on, uh, and uh, you can't, make these sweeping statements and hope that they apply to all people but it seems that there's a sense of that I, I think I think could also be a, there's, there's been a lot of uh, changes in terms of in terms of how we perceive ourselves and I think the focus progressing into the future has always been there's been a greater and greater focus on the individual never used to be the, the same level of focus on the individual. So as the generations become more individually focused it has a good part which means people looking for personal mission, personal self-actualization on the one hand, on the other hand it's caused a kind of dismissal of a sense of global responsibility in a non-personal fashion. People say, no, I'm not expressing myself so I'm not going to do that. There was never that notion in previous generations. You do it because you do it. But you get a job, you get a job. But I don't want to be a carpenter. It doesn't matter what you want to be, you don't want to be. You've got to do this, 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 this. doesn't
1: it come down more to effort? Because last generation, it it required more effort to accomplish something so that that whole mental recognition of, oh, I have to put in effort. But now, the bar to succeed with effort has been so much lowered that if it takes more than X to do this one action, it seems, oh, it doesn't worth it because I can put in half of X... X over two and get the same result. And so if you have to put in, if I have to put in X, oh, why should I put in X? I can do half as much and and accomplish. And so that's what it is, just the bar to effort's been lowered. So the bar to success has been lowered so much in the goyish world that when you go to spiritual world and yes, the bar is X and they're like, X, why should I do X? I can do X over two and it's just good. I I disagree.
0: He disagrees. I disagree. All
1: right, why? I, I mean I, I maybe maybe I won't disagree, but I, I can't uh, I can't understand, I don't I don't understand your your kasha on, on how on the world is is is, is become and people uh, have. You want a practical I, example? Yeah, practical give me a practical example. example. So my grandmother had a typewriter, uh-huh. and growing up I would use the before computers I would use a typewriter because I, I have problems with me writing, so I would use a typewriter in school in lower school, and it was hard. You made a mistake, you have to go back, get white out, do this. Go back, type over it, and if it didn't make sense, you do this and that. And now with the computer, I type, oh, I went back, arrow, delete. delete. Okay, go back and continue doing it. And so just because the amount of effort it used to typewriter, you have to set it, oh, in the tent career camp, so you have to reset everything, put in the page back, redo it, and just the amount of effort it took to do something simple as writing a letter now is duh, duh, duh. Understood, but that's at a, at a base level. If you get into a higher level, more people have computers, therefore more people are typing, therefore it is harder to get Let's say you wanna you wanna be a newspaper. Yeah. You wanna you wanna write for a newspaper. It is yes. much harder to now. But see. now you don't need to. be have personal blogs now, and CNN and those people are reporting now on personal blogs. So you don't even even need to be. Fine. Don't you And f- CNN has the eye So you have a little app on your phone that if you see news now, type a little thing, automatically sends it to CNN. CNN doesn't have to pay you to do anything. So now it's even easier right. to get stuff. On but fine. but the so 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 it's easier to get things done. But it doesn't mean that the that making a living is any easier. Things have become more advanced, technology has grown. That doesn't mean however that to that to that to to, to gain parnaza that, that to 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 to, to, to no, but uh, but I, was, uh, I think what Eitan
0: is saying is the following thing, he's saying that even though in terms of the actual amount of physical effort required to perform a basic task, now it's been reduced significantly, mm-hmm. but now instead of producing previously the expectation was you'd have, to pr- you'd, have to pr- you'd have to write one letter in an hour. Now because the technology is facilitated too much easier, so now you have to do ten them. letters or hundred letters. Right, yeah. So even though the, the way of doing it has become easier, but the expectations become greater. But the truth is, I think both of you are right in different ways, and definitely these are all factors. Um, the, the, bottom, the bottom line is that we're living in a generation where we have to be able to balance a lot of things, and there's a lot of things pulling us in different directions not to. But in terms of the way that Yid is structured, this is the way it works. You first fill in the lower rung, which is basic, bottom line responsibility I do this if I want to if I don't I do this if I understand it, if I don't I do this if I feel good I don't I do this because this is a, this is the job that I have I've got a job to do and I have an obligation to do the job if I don't do the job the consequences are oh, horrible and if I do the job then I will be rewarded but that's the job in other words there has to be consequences otherwise what's the relevance of it all so if I don't daven, the Kumara says that's a gap in your life that you'll never ever 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 be able to fill never it's a big gap. You'll never be able to fill it. And that's a serious consequence. There's a story, just to hit it home, about Rabbi Kiva A person came to him, and a uh, mother, and she said her son, he doesn't, she doesn't understand it, he's so talented, he's a highly intelligent kid, he just doesn't, he's not able to learn, he just doesn't get it, he doesn't get it. So she said to him, well, has he ever eaten? You should check, he's probably eaten something which is not kosher. He said, what are you choking? We've got the highest standards of Kash Can't be. He says, just ask your son if it's ever happened. So the son says, he remembers three years ago, he was a little boy and he was at a, at walking past the Chasnah Hall and someone said, why don't you come and have a bite to eat? And he had a bite to eat. And so they searched further and they found out who catered for that particular event. And they found out that the Sheiket, that shech the meat was a person, a complicated story, that he'd been forbidden to Sheiket for whatever reason. I'm not going to go into it. So the kosher shchita, but the shaykh had, had his license taken away from him. And the kid had eaten from that meat, and that's what affected him that he couldn't learn Torah. Three years Three years previously. So, so that's the story that's told about Rebbe like. Now, obviously, you know, for people who've <laughs> been eating tray f- for a majority of their life, it doesn't sound that encouraging. Obviously, there's a, you know, there's a bemakam shibalet shoraim. There's an internet, of course, there's a siyata and of course, people see every person. And, but there is a point that these things affect us. These things affect us. They affect us deeply. Kadusha of the neshama is a very sensitive thing, and it gets knocked very badly. It gets knocked badly, but we have to have that. again in a normal, healthy way. The the, the problem is when 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 it, when it's not guilt, responsibility. When a person d- doesn't turn up for work, it's not like that he doesn't, like, get overcome by guilt. He gets, I to do something about it. It's an empowering sense. It's not a, it's not, it's not a, it's not a depressing sense. I'm, I've got something to do, I've got to do it. When you like to, you don't like to. Step number one. Step number two So we call avoid our practice, which is what, the r- what we're focusing on really now, but I just thought it was important to clarify that, because I think it's a little bit uh, under-emphasized. That kind of... Uh, the the slack is way too little for us to grow as human beings as jews we have to tighten up a little bit there's no negotiation on the basics it's non-negotiable not because of because that's our job you've got to do a job but it's not only that you got to do your job once you're doing your job good now that's in place now you start now you start to find yourself now you start to express yourself now you start to see where you connect and then the whole then there's no limit to what you can do the other one is important but it's only really Step number one, that's the word Ravaram bin Arambam says. That's a generic obligation, it's the national obligation. And then there's the individual. Starts based on the national obligation, then you discover your individuality and your growth in mitzvahs. So that's what Ravalbi says. The first derecha is when you find a particular mitzvah. Then he says there's another derecha which we're going to explore now. And he says that derecha is the sulam ha'avoida. The ladder of avoider, that the person goes step by step and there, there are different ways. In other words, each individual will design a different process. Fascinating. So he moves from, from specialization to a process orientated approach. By understanding yourself and what comes first, second, third, fourth, you design a mechanism of moving forward. Um, let's see what he says. So he brings, as as, as two, two examples of this, he brings the um, the Ramchal, the Ramchal, he says th- in the book Mesilat he bases himself on the Braille of Pincus Ben which is a, a literally it's a, it's a a stipulated, you know, way of growing. You, you start with Torah, then you go to Zehiros, and from Zehiros then you get to Zerizos, and from Zerizos you get to Nikias It works. It works like this. In other words, there's n- th- th- there's a way of getting forward in in, in your Aveda and Secondly, um, he quotes the Ramban that goes from, starts off that the first thing you have to do is not Zahiris or Torah, but it works on your Dibur you have to speak in a calm and connecting fashion then that allows you to get out of Kaas from anger, that brings you to humility humility brings you to awe awe brings you to Simcha, to joy and from there you get to living with Kila Krashbo Kushina is with you. You've got Rabinu Yana. As he says in his introduction to the second gate in Sharichuva. You start off with Yira, or from or you get to love, from there you get to Busha. And then you've got Rabutalaivi in the Kuzuri. That says you start off with Yira, and from there you get to Ava, and from there you get to Simcha. So each one is different. In other words, what's fascinating: they have all different ways. All the different ways. So not only can individually be, individuality be expressed in mitzvah specialization, but also in Derech avayda. The approach I take. What I work on first, second, third. It could be There's a lot more. To talk about that. But right now, we've run out of time. I bless you all. Mm-hmm. Is this, mm-hmm. is